Hello and welcome to Rescue Relationship. Every relationship begins with you. The podcast. How are you today? So we're going to continue down our codependency um, journey and um, because codependency is a disease. It's a disease of the mind. It's a disease of your belief system. It's a disease that can um, worm inch its way into every relationship you have. It's not just about um, the romantic relationship. It's about every relationship you have. Codependency um, can it, it can attach its claws um, to anyone that a codependent is in close proximity to. Um, and that includes work relationships. So what I wanted to talk about today is, you know, what, what kind of reminders can we give ourselves every single day to, you know, to keep us in a, um, a healthy pattern of thinking, a healthy way of um, dealing um, with other people and, and, heal, and healing ourselves. So I'm going to go through 12 tips I've come up with. They're, they're tremendous. They're basically 12 daily reminders that I want you to remind yourself of every single day. Um, and, you know, don't, don't worry about getting the pen and paper. If you want these 12 daily reminders, you can um, go to my website, go to freebies, download um, the 12 daily, daily reminders to challenge codependent thinking. Um, email me. Heather at heathercatherinecarter.com. I will send you um, the link. You can also, I think, I believe you can find it on my Instagram. Um, but there are several ways to get the 12 daily reminders to challenge codependent thinking. So um, again, website, even my Instagram, I believe has it or email me. So let's get going. I want to, I want to start. So, you know, as we work on changing our codependent thoughts and our behaviors, um, it can help to intentionally repeat healthier thoughts that support us in improving our self-esteem, right? And taking better care of ourselves and building relationships that are based on mutual respect and trust. And that's, a, 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 you know, something that codependents don't really have. These, these relationships that are built on trust, <laughs> it's very hard for a codependent to trust, right? Why? Because we're so fearful of so many things and we need to be in control. So doing these, you know, if you can read these reminders every day, and I tell my clients, read it twice a day, um, it's going to help direct your thoughts away from codependency and towards interdependency. So let's, let's, let's get going. Um, so one is the remi reminder number one. I can't control other people, but I can control my reactions. Okay, So logically, I know, you know, we all know, right? We cannot control other people, but that doesn't stop us from trying. We're always trying to get others to change, do what we want, and it never works. And what do we end up feeling? Frustrated, resentful, angry, sad. So what do I need you to start doing? Focus on what you can control. Change your reaction to what other people are doing. When we change our reactions, the entire relationship dynamic starts to shift. And yes, I, I'm going to say it again. Yes, you need to heal. You need to heal the self-limiting belief system. You need to dig into why you react the way you do. But you can start 
was at least becoming conscious of what you're about to say or do when you're reacting. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, it's healthy to have my own ideas, feelings, interests, goals, and values. You don't have to think like everyone else does. You don't have to feel what they do. You are not an extension of your parents, your spouse, your children. You're not an extension of anybody. You are a single entity, autonomous. You're entitled to be unique. Develop that strong sense of self, regardless of whether you're pleasing others or you're not. It's about you. This is about you. Number three, we're all responsible for managing our own lives. It's not your job to fix other people or solve their problems. Can I say that again? (laughs) It's not your job to fix other people or solve their problems. In most cases, it's impossible to do so. And guess what? We drive ourselves crazy and we end up frustrated. So instead, let's focus on managing ourselves, our own feelings, our own problems in our own lives. Number four, I am not powerless. So let's change. Let let, let me give you some affirmations. You know how much I love affirmations. So how about I am powerful? How much, how great did that sound? I am powerful. I am strong. I am willing. I am able. I am independent. I am worthy. So you are not powerless. So sometimes we sink into depression or a victim mindset because we can't see our choices or we don't like them. But we always have choices, always. So which means we are not powerless to change our situations or improve ourselves. You have all the power you need inside of yourself. Use it. Five, I can say no and still be a kind person. Go back to my boundaries. I think you have two podcasts on boundaries. Boundaries, 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 boundaries. Can I say it again? Codependence. Boundaries. Contrary to popular belief, because I hear it all the time. Boundaries. Setting boundaries is not inherently mean or unfair. In fact, It's kind to set clear expectations and let others know how you want to be treated. Okay? Please, boundaries, set them. Six, taking care of others shouldn't come at the expense of your well-being. You don't have to sacrifice yourself in order to care for others. You can take care of um, others, but also establish limits to protect your health, your finances, your peace of mind, and so forth. And when I say you can take care of others, that means, you know, of course, we are loving human beings. We want to, you know, cook a beautiful dinner for our family. We want to, you know, do the laundry. You know, that's healthy. You don't need to ensure that everything is going to be just perfect and you, you need to rescue everyone. No, you don't need to support everyone's needs all the time. Start supporting your needs. Number seven, I deserve the same kind and jo- ge- kindness and generosity that I give to others. When I practice self-compassion, guess what I work? I realize even more than ever, and I, I already know this, but I am worthy of loving, kindness, respect, just like everyone else is. Because guess what, guys? We all deserve to be treated with kindness and respect. And most likely, 
somewhere in your childhood, somewhere in your you know life, along this journey, people didn't treat you kindly. You might have been bullied, abused, I you know, um, neglected, abandoned, and it feels shitty, doesn't it? Really shitty, and it makes us think we're not good enough, and we do not practice self compassion, and we need to self care. Self-love, all of it. Um, Number eight, my self-worth isn't based on my accomplishments. Your worth as a person is inherent. Okay? I've said it before. Every single person has an individualistic fingerprint. No two people have the same fingerprint. You don't have mine. I don't have yours. I don't have Joe's, Sally's, anybody's. I'm in the Bay Area, San Francisco, California. And nobody in this entire world has Heather Carter's fingerprint. Only me. Only you have yours. And with that fingerprint comes a very special gift to you. A set of taken talents. That's what I call them. Taken talents. God gave these talents to you. Nobody is you. Take them and use them. I don't know what they are. But guess what? I don't. If you're a singer, there's millions of singers out there. Yes, but nobody's you. What do I do? There's a million other gardeners out there, but nobody is me. You're either going to like me or not. <laughs> but so start realizing that you are so much um, greater than you can imagine. Anything you want to achieve, you can achieve. We all have different strengths and abilities, and none are better than the others. We're just different. And you, my friend, are as worthy as everyone else. Number nine, my self-worth doesn't depend on others' approval. This is a big one. No matter how hard you try, I'm going to tell you this again. Ready? No matter how hard you try, it's not possible to please others all the time. It's not, and don't even try, and who gives a shit? At the end of the day, you can't please them all, and it's, it, it doesn't matter. Do you know how many people in the scheme of your lifetime, think about it, how many people you're going to meet on this journey, and how many of them, guess what, are not going to like you? Many. Do you know, um, I can't tell you how many people don't didn't haven't liked me. <laughs> you know, it, it is what it is. You can't please everyone, and it's okay. If you can live with an integrity, honesty, love, um, you know, kindness, generosity, honesty, truthfulness, and you, some, that's all you can do. That's it. So what I want you to do is stop giving away your power based on your own lack of self-worth and what you, others, what you think others think of you, which, by the way, you're probably making assumptions and taking things personally, right? So that's another day we need to talk about that. Um, so, you know, we can build our self-esteem and learn to love and value ourselves by noticing our strengths, forgiving ourselves for our mistakes. You got to forgive yourself. You know, it's a huge part of my program is, you know, um, forgiving ourselves and, and, you know, obviously other people, it's been Quite a bit of time on forgiveness, and nobody forgives just because I say forgive, forgive. No, no, no. I teach my clients how to forgive, and and on their own timeline they'll come to it. it but it's important, and it's forgiving yourself for yourself is the most important. We all make mistakes, so 
And I need you to remember this. You ready? Love doesn't have to be earned. It doesn't have to be earned. Okay, what does that mean? You might go, well, Heather. It means that when you're just you, who you really are, who God created you to be, and you love yourself, you trust yourself, you find you you have massive self-worth, you 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 know, you take steps to take care of yourself every day. Love is natural. See, love isn't forced. Love is natural. Number 10, doing what's right for me is not selfish. Many codependents mistakenly think that doing what, what's you know right for them is selfish. It's not doing things for others when it's detrimental to our own well-being is being a doormat. It's not being selfish. See, truly selfish people only think about themselves. Our goal is to consider our own needs and other people's needs. And I think I've said this to you guys a hundred times. It's to be assertive. Assertive says, I honor myself and I honor you. I honor me. I honor you. I honor me. I honor you. And every single conversation I have, I think about, I'm honoring me and I'm honoring you. And guess what? You have more peaceful conversations, better relationships. (laughs) It's the truth. Right? So you're not selfish. Doing what's right for you is not selfish. So you've got, you know, we we get in this conflict with ourselves when we try to start prioritizing our needs, but it doesn't make us selfish. When others call you selfish, it's often simply, and I need you to listen here, it's simply an attempt to manipulate you into doing what they want. Think about how many times people have tried that to manipulate you to do what they want by calling you selfish. Oh my God, I can't even tell you how many times people have done this to me. And now I look at them and go, really? Really? Hmm. Interesting. That's quite a selfish thing for you to say, is what I say now. (laughs) So come on, let's go. Stop, take care of yourself. Number 11, giving unsolicited advice is usually counterproductive. Stop. In an effort to help, uh, you know, codependents, you know, when when we're trying to help others, codependents, as a codependent, we try to solve other people's problems by what? Giving advice, nagging. Yep, I'm going to say it. We nag. We are naggers. We give too much unsolicited advice. Why? Because we want to feel in control. We want to feel important. We want to help somebody. But here's the deal. Unsolicited advice advice is rarely taken or appreciated. And guess what? It can be disrespectful to assume that you know what someone else should do. And it is. Stop giving it. Stop. Unless you're asked for uh, some advice, don't just start you know, trying to rescue everybody. Please. Number 12, the last one. I don't have to be perfect to be, um, I don't have to be perfect to be loved, right? Okay. I don't have to be perfect to be lovable. Being perfect isn't the key to being loved. Love surpasses our flaws. And often it's our imperfections that draw us closer and make us more relatable and lovable. Okay. Remember what I just said to you about love 
and how we don't have to earn it because we are naturally loving human beings. This is, this is again, showing you this, that it surpasses our flaws. Love, we, you know, perfecting your appearance or accomplishing more or saying the right things isn't the way to attract love. Be yourself. The right people will love you and it's okay that you're not everyone's cup of tea. That was one of the hardest things about um, be, becoming, you know, doing what I do in the beginning and, and, and everything else was that trying to please everybody. And even though I was well on my way of healing the, like the codependency and was gone and all of that stuff, there was still now a, a lot of strangers I was trying to please. And I realized that I can't, nor do I want to. And in the very beginning of my business, I had this thing of, um, of being upset if I got the feeling somebody didn't like me or didn't want to work with me or whatever. And then I realized I don't have to be everyone's cup of tea. And I'm not everyone's cup of tea. Working with me is not easy. I have a lot of energy and I bring it to my clients and I expect the thing from them. I expect a lot because I want them to live the life they deserve, they desire, and they dream of. And it's not going to happen just by saying a few affirmations once in a while. We got to dig in things. And, you know, and, and so I had to realize that it's okay that not everybody loves me or wants to work with me or, or you know, because um, there are better people better suited to help them than me. And when I started realizing that and started letting go and just would get on calls and, and be myself and which actually I was always myself. That wasn't the problem, but not try to adapt the, 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 um, the volume of my voice. I speak loud. Sometimes I speak softer. I can do it. It's not natural, <laughs> but so, you know, it's okay that you're not everyone's cup of tea. It is. So changing our codependent thinking and behavior takes a lot of practice. It does. Don't give up little by little. Somehow you're going to get there. And I know, guess what? It is worth the effort. I cannot tell you how many codependent people I have healed that are just, their life is completely different. I need to start doing interviews with them and I probably will um, because it's just incredible how you go from living literally in hell because codependency is hell to going, um, waking up every day. And yeah, you, we have bad days, but literally you can hear the birds singing. It's, it's that different. It's, it's just incredible. So um, if you want a copy of 12 Daily Reminders, um, email me, heather at heathercatherinecarter.com. Go to my website, my blog. There's freebies um, on the website and my blog. Um, also, Instagram, I believe, has um, in my link section. I'll have to find out. Um, yeah, because you really do need a copy of this. This is one of my amazing, well, all of my workbooks are amazing. This isn't a workbook, though. This is just 12 daily reminders, and it is insane. Have a wonderful day. Uh, good night if you're going to bed. Good morning if you're waking up. Just be happy. That's the thing. Be happy. I will see you next time.